What's going on, world? My name is Raph Kenny Sincata. I am the associate editor of Relics Magazine, and you are listening to Three from the Seven, Relics' weekly news podcast. And I am joined, as always, by the woman, the myth, the legend, you know, <laughs> the, the baddest thing on four strings, Karina Reichman. Yay! I'm feeling mythical right now, Raph. I'm feeling straight mythical because you just brought that. You just brought that energy. Hell yes. yeah, dude. Yes, what this is great. So good to be here. Good to be anywhere. How are you? What's going on? I'm fantastic, Karina. It's been uh, it's been a week and a half. You know, time is you know expanding and contracting at a rapid rate. But I'm excited to be here with you, and I'm excited to talk a little bit. Before we jump into, uh, we're kind of abandoning the format a little bit this week for a very worthy cause. But before we dive into all that, Karina, both you and I got an amazing package in the mail this week that I just kind of want to yes. rave about for a second. <laughs> Let's rave. Okay. Let's rave. Keen, you first. You first. Keen footwear make hiking sandals, lot sandals. They're hippity dippity. They're for the hippies out there. And they sent Karina and myself each a pair of the Jerry Garcia sandals that are take. They take watercolor art that Jerry made back in the day, slap them on some sandals. They're absolutely tripodelic. I'm staring. I'm staring at my pair right now, and I can't wait to break them in Karina what is your what is your read on this on these uh, this fantastic the gifts from Keen I'm first of all thanks Keen thanks for really doing it to us proper here at three from the seven uh, I'm delighted Raph I mean you know I I I conceive of them personally as water shoes meanwhile they don't have to be but I plan to take them uh on my little uh, family trip to Cape Cod this weekend, so I uh, I will use them in ponds. I will use them on the beach. I will use them from walking from point A to point B. It's going to be just a delight, you know. So uh, they're really great, styling as ever, and the packaging. Can we talk about the packaging? Jerry Garcia everywhere. Just unbelievable. His, uh, Jerry's, really, Jerry's fish drawing on the top of the box. Little handprints everywhere. Uh, they're they're super dope, and I'm glad you said water shoes because I was actually talking about this with my boyfriend the other day, where we were talking about how water shoes when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I don't know, not cool. Water shoes as an adult, my god, the freedom. Water shoes, yes, very cool, very cool. Very we cool. can call them aqua socks. They're just practical, you know. I think you you grow up and you you start to appreciate the practical things in life. And let me tell you, I think these are are wildly practical, especially if you were to uh, scale some rocks with your bare feet. Bare feet no further. Bare feet no further. We are here with keen Jerry Garcia sandals to keep your feet protected, keep you from sliding off the moss and into some very unpleasant terrain. Uh, They're really rad, but they're, as you say, you can wear them in the lot. You can wear them walking down the street. They're super cool. And you, uh, you're waving your Jerry flag wide and high, if you will. So, and it was funny. uh, It was funny because a friend of mine works at Reebok name drop. And I sent him a picture (laughs) of the keen ones that I got in the mail. And I was like, dude, like, is it just me because I love the dead and Jerry Garcia or are these like fucking sick? And he like literally texted me back with a picture of his own keen sandals saying like, all I wear is keen. Like they're dope. And like someone who works works as a, in the sneakerhead slash shoe industry even said that these are six sandals so thank you so much that's to right and like genuinely like they just like sent them to us and didn't even ask for anything i just think they're fucking awesome so it's pretty awesome we're very thrilled we're really thrilled thank you keen and uh did we mention that there is a charitable component to this which is uh you know one percent of the proceeds will be donated to headcounts voter engagement efforts you know what i'm saying oh, in times like that's, these very important i mean 
Very important. We love it. Uh, obviously, pals over at Headcount. Uh, you know, ex-office mates. And I only say ex because uh, there's no office as of right now because we are still in a global pandemic. Love <laughs> Even it. Though, you know, let's just try and forget about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Didn't mean to bring it up. Pret- pretend I didn't say it. Pretend I didn't say it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so good times. What else we got, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so moving on from our wonderful new footwear, uh, in addition to kind of, just kind of a good segue from the headcount thing, we're calling it Save Our Stages Week. Uh, Congress is continually deadlocked trying to figure out what the hell to do about everything and give some sort of financial relief to people. And we've mentioned it here on the show before, but you can head over to saveourstages.com and you can just fill out a little form and it'll write to your local you know, congressperson, your local senator, your governor, whoever, uh, to help try and advocate for small venues to try. And we talked about this last week, too. Like, venue owners are not, most of them are not rich people. They just are passionate about music. So Save Our Stages helps kind of, you know, put these issues on the desk of the people making the decisions. So in order to help promote Save Our Stages and reminisce about the wonderful days of yore where you could just walk into a music venue, I have come up with a would you rather game for Karina here where I'm going to ask her this or that and then Karina just off the top of your head and maybe you can extrapolate on each decision. Why? Explain to the listener why you would choose one or the other. Does that sound good? This is the best day of my life. I love a good would you rather game, and this one sounds uh, sounds like something uh, you know our audience could actually hear. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to the would you rather of your, where uh, you know maybe you wouldn't want it out on a podcast for everyone to listen to, and that will outlive you. I don't know. That's just <laughs> don't me. Worry, don't That's worry, Karina. Me. I'm not. I'm not asking anything uh, too salacious here. It's. We're it's... not. I was going to use the word salacious. Ooh. Oh my god! I think we're twins. I think we're twins. We both uh, have killer vocabularies. <laughs> yo. Yeah. You know. Uh. That's. That's just our perfect. Uh. You know. English SAT scores showing. Just saying. It's all good. It's that's great. my very uh, expensive college degree talking. That's <laughs> right. Uh, but I love Would You Rather. Hit me with that good shit, Raph. Right. Let's go. Karina Reichman, what welcome to Would You Rather to kick off our Woo! game. Everybody, uh, Karina, would you rather play a big festival stage or an intimate club? Ooh. Ooh. Good one. Well, how intimate are we talking, Raph? Can I, can I, can I, you know push on these a little bit and i'd be like how intimate uh i don't know we talking 500 you know 500 cap are we talking like 200 like 100 cap Uh, let's say like 500 that's small-ish right small-ish absolutely i mean you know definitely different smallish basically you know would you rather headline a club or play a festival stage where maybe not everyone there knows who you are but you might win over some fans that's true. It's all true. I go I go into McClub all the way. I go into McClub all the way. And, you know, it's uh, it pl- I love playing festivals. First of all, it's, you know, really fun because you get to hang out with other artists and, you know, kind of see people who are there for the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a crazy time and space of like, you know, it's uh, it's a thing that feels bigger than you, shall we say. But uh, I think my uh, my narcissism really goes for the uh-huh. intimate club because they're all there for you, and that just feels good to be with people who are like, oh, I want to see this act because I want to see this act. So they're all, you know, ticket buyers there spending their hard-earned time and money <laughs> to see this very specific show, and that just feels really amazing that we can have that kind of uh, transference of energies 
at that same moment in time, you know. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I don't know. That's uh, that would be my preference. I feel if like I, were to... I feel like everyone's had this experience, but have you ever been at like a festival and people there are just like not paying attention, or you know, have you ever had a bad big festival stage experience? Because I do feel like there's a risk there as well. You know, if you're playing, sure. you're playing the one p.m. slot on Sunday morning and like no one's even awake yet type thing you know there's always that and then there's always like you know depend on these smaller little hippie festivals which are great by the way I love love to see that you know you get like Ferret Sequoia from Artist Hospitality mm. who's all like yeah come over here man we got your we got your rider and it's like cold burgers and warm beer and you're just like oh sweet Jesus no you know what I mean? There's more margin for just like them being like, oh, yeah, welcome to the festival. Good luck. And, uh, <laughs> and try and stay Whereas alive. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane out here, which is, again, like I would love to go back to that. Let me tell you, I would play any swag hippie festival, you know, big or small, ferret sequoia or not. I'm ready for it. Obviously, I miss all that stuff so, so much in these very bizarre times. But I will go. Final answer intimate club just feels better feels good to be with people who want to be there for you <laughs> and uh yeah awesome. i don't know cool. if, you know gun in my head yeah i go that way having said that can't wait to play festivals next year god willing cross your fingers oh my god thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay cool makes sense moving on uh red rocks or the gorge and you could just say Ooh. as far as which one you like better red rocks or the Ooh. gorge the two most beautiful oh outdoor god. concert spaces in america some say Hey, you could you could say that. I mean, I think I have to go Red Rocks. Just, I don't know. I if you were to be, ah, oh, man, <laughs> this is tough, Raph. This is tough. <laughs> I mean, Red Rocks to me is more iconic. Yeah, you know. Totally. And if you play there, you get a little piece of the rock. They have it all dialed in. It's more accessible, shall I say? You know, uh, do you think they really get a piece of the rock, the rocks, like of Red Rocks? I think that's aren't the, they going to run out? The idea, uh, no. <laughs> you know, I just chip away the stone, or maybe they're synthetic. I don't know what they are. To be honest, like maybe they just make them up. But it's it's you know, it's such a cool thing that they do, and it's like such a you know. Of course, they're both treasured and beloved venues, but gun to my head, Red Rocks, more iconic. Dying to play there. Let's go. Makes sense. Makes uh, sense. You know, yeah. I'll go Red Rocks final answer on that one. Awesome. This one, this next one I really like because it's genuinely something I'm curious about. Would you rather play a pre-show or an after party? Ooh, play? Yes, like that's play. Like rather play, not attend. Okay, okay, okay. Because uh, attending, I feel like that's I... easy. Attending is a pre-show. I, after parties are just, I tend to be too exhausted depending on the show. Really? Yeah. You see, I... I show's would, nice. Well, you have a beer. That's true. Very pleasant. Very pleasant. I mean, I would rather hand over fist, hands down, play an after party than a pre-show. Word. Personally speaking. Because, you know, I just like, uh, I like to play for the people when they're uh, a little good to go, shall we say. You know, they've, uh, they, they've already had a night and they want more. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Rather like, you know, if you're playing and it's like early and people are just warming up to it and maybe it's like 5 p.m. That's not a, I, I don't like to rock at 5 p.m., Raph. Rocking at 5 p.m., I mean, I'll rock anytime, don't get me twisted, but 3 a.m. feels a lot more rock and roll than 5 p.m. to That's me. very true. 
I will say that. And of course, you know, I think New Orleans has uh, spoiled me in this regard where like, you know, all we do is play these late nights after people have been sweating at a festival in the sun all day long and then had a gluttonous dinner and then continued to drink 40 drinks probably and then go and see a million shows. And they're so good to go. And it really it feels good to play for those people, (laughs) I will say. So, uh, yeah, I go I go after party for sure. Nice. Very good. Attend attending. I mean, you know, attending. I, uh, I if I had to pick, I'd probably say after party. But just because like I'm not really into the pre game pre show. Mm. That's not my I just kind of I'm already good to go. You know, I just <laughs> waltz right in. Yeah. <laughs> and, I feel like I'm, and then, like, I'm a yeah. sprinter. I'm not a marathon runter, runner when it comes to shows. So it's just like by the end of the show, and I'm assuming this is like a big show. This is like an MSG. This is a fish New it's a big Year's. Show. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever this might be. I am exhausted by the end of the show. Or not exhausted. Sure. I, I wa- you know what I want to do? I want to sit in a bar or at someone in someone's hotel room and like recap the show and talk. Like I'm a talker you know, after the show. I'm not like a more just, music. No, I, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. And I'm, you know, I'm getting old here. I'm getting old, Raph. That's what I'm I just saying, can't, I can't do it the way I used to do Closer it. Closer to 30 than I am to 20, which is just oh. like, oof. Really? A, th- a strange thing to come to terms with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. There's some, like, 50-year-old listening just absolutely hating us, but... I know. It's okay. It's okay. We're almost there. We're almost there. So, uh, <laughs> this one's not on here, Karina, but I actually just uh, just thought of this one. New Orleans or San Francisco? Oh, oh! Two great music cities. Two of you know, I'm I'm a I'm a very uh, biased and tried and true New Yorker, and that is you know New York City is my favorite city exactly. in the world. That's no why question. I didn't put New York in in the running. You pick New York over everything. <laughs> yes, I would personally, just because that's that's just me, man. <laughs> but uh, those are kind of my next two favorite U.S. cities. If you were to ask me, mm-hmm. like my next two, I'd probably literally say New Orleans and San Francisco. Ooh, well, man, you see, we need some parameters here. Food-wise, New Orleans. Okay. Well, yeah, totally. Food-wise, New Orleans. I mean, you know, music-wise, you got to give it to New Orleans. You know, what I say about New Orleans, Raph, is that it is the only American city that is defined by its culture. Very true. And that's something you can't really, you know, shake a stick at, man. That is that is some intense-ass shit you know that is like i think we got to give it to new orleans overall because you just can't say the same thing about san francisco having said that i think i would rather live in san francisco because mm. i think living in new orleans would probably kill me like yeah. i don't know how people do it you know same. i would just be too tantalized by all the you know, like insanity and just like the gluttonous everything <laughs> lifestyle and then i would just be like you know i already have yeah you write Tourette's when i come home from there i just say yeah you write after everything and if i lived there it would be a whole problem everybody would be like oh karina she just keeps saying yeah you write all the time even when they're like hey ma'am can i take your order i'd be like yeah you right uh, so i think i'd rather live in san francisco i have a lot of friends there i have a good uh you know a good little network shall we say and uh you know shout out to the independent that is my favorite club to play among others but like in san francisco that place is so awesome shout out to divisadero street any sf listeners i love you and you know what i really love i love mill valley yeah i love it across the bridge man I like that across the bridge living. I could live in Fairfax. Yeah, you know, I could I could get into that to some, you know, San Geronimo shit. 
I like it up there for sure. And it's just beautiful and, and you know, definitely has New York-ish elements to it for sure. So I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm still living in a city, but it wouldn't be like that same like, you know, let the good times roll 24-7 vibe. Maybe maybe I just have that vision of NOLA because I'm there during Jazz Fest. That's you know? true. <laughs> so I honestly couldn't even tell you. I don't know. I've, I've been there when it's not Jazz Fest, and it's still raging all the time. Insane. And I would just have to you know, get into that. And again, like we said, get too old. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just can't do it. I just can't I do know. it. If George, um, if George Porter Jr. can be, you know, the king of New Orleans for all these years, you could do it, Karina. That's true. Maybe I could do it. Maybe I could do it. Um, I'm going to give the whole title to New Orleans. You've got to give That's it to fair. New Orleans. That's fair. All right. The next one this is a good one. Right now, this moment. Like yeah. This, like either one or the other is dropped in your in your apartment right now, and you could jam with them. Would you rather jam <gasps> with Marco or Fish? Oh, well, that's just not fair. That's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> so you you love you love jamming with both. So it's not like it's going to be a you're shortchanging either. But right now it's well, your it's your first real jam, even though you've jammed with your band and maybe a little bit with Marco as it was, but. You know, this is a sure. real post-COVID. This is it. Plugging in on a stage. Aye, aye. Who you want to jam with? Well, I mean, you know, do you want my honest answer or like my answer that keeps me my job? No, just <laughs> That's up to you, Karina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who listens to this? Aye, uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go on the record and say, you know, I've 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 probably cumulatively jammed with Marco for, you know, hundreds of, upon hundreds of hours. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've only jammed with fish for three and a half minutes. <laughs> so, you know, let's make it uh, let's make it six and a half minutes, shall we say? I think I mean just the pure like the 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 childhood dreams being requited and like you know the literal dreams dreams like rem sleep like yo i'm having a dream that i'm jamming with fish and then it actually like happened yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like i think i think you gotta go fish because it's just uh you know it's just so surreal that that happened at all and that this is even a question (laughs) uh yeah jam with fish i mean come on it's 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 all too surreal for me to even uh you know, wrap my mind around. So let's just do that because it's already giving me palpitations just thinking about it. And anything that gives you palpitations like that, kids, is worth doing. <laughs> and for the, for the uninformed uh, who, who are unaware, uh, Karina jammed with Fish. The three and a half minutes she was referring to was in December of 2018 during Fish's New Year's run at Madison Square Garden. Karina found her way on stage at the, the right before your 100th show, right? Right after, day after. Day after Karina's 100th show. She jammed with the band themselves from Vermont. So very cool. Very, very cool. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Raph. I mean, yeah, that is a that, that is a tough question and a great question. And uh, Marco, you listening? I can't wait to jam with you too, buddy. You know it. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about, would you rather, for a concert, would you rather be in the crowd or on stage? On stage. Hand over like, a thousand percent. A thousand thousand But you percent. still go to like, shows. You still enjoy being in the crowd. Oh my God! Yeah, and I, I will. I, it's my, it's my second favorite thing to do is to go see other people doing it and like, you know, all that. But there's not even a question that like, you know, if there's like a show that I really want to go see, and then a gig comes up, always take the gig. And it's not a money thing. It's a, it's a everything 
thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a totality of my being thing. It's a completion of who I am situation. It's just like, this is like, you know, I never pass up an opportunity to be on stage and to play music with people. So that's, uh, I mean, unless it's like, Oh, yo, Karina, y'all, we're having an after show over here. Yeah, I play in a Bob Marley tribute band, man. You got to come by. We got a couple of speakers on poles over here. And, you know, you could just set up like, uh, you know, oh, no, we don't have any gear. Uh, Wait, what? You know, anyway, (laughs) I don't know who I'm imitating except for just about everybody. (laughs) (laughs) who's ever been like Karina you gotta come over and (laughs) we're having a blah 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 I'm like ooh I don't what what is that I don't yeah huh sure but no (laughs) but but no anyway yeah I love to be on stage next let's do it (laughs) would you rather uh load in your own gear or load out your own gear oh (laughs) what were we saying about getting too old um yeah you're still you're still basically your own roadie a lot right quite a yeah def i mean you know with marco we have we have jeff and julian our beautiful team sound lights and they they work overtime and they load everything in and they load everything out and i i try to lend a hand where I can, but I'm not very strong, Raph. I'm really just not very strong. <laughs> um, the The answer to this is load in because loading out sucks. Yeah. It just you know you you've you're already taxed. You know from like having you know having played for however long like and that takes a lot out of you people don't realize it's a it's a bit of a athletic and uh you know it's an outpouring of something so like once you're once you're done you're drained and even if you're you know drained in one way and but you want to socialize you know and maybe you have friends there you just want to go in the crowd or you want to go to the merch table or like do whatever you know, it's really nice to not have to load out and have somebody else do it for you after you've played. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you. It's a worthy expense. Everybody, keep your roadies on your paychecks. I that wasn't English. You know what I'm trying to say. If you <laughs> you know, don't don't cut no corners and fire your roadies or something because of this crazy virus. We gotta keep them. Keep your roadies. Sorry, I'm freaking out. Anyway, yes, yes. Yeah, love, I mean, at love. least uh, at least in my experience, having watched like you know people load in and load out i just feel bad whenever i see like even like you know people who are fairly high up in our scene like you know someone like tom hamilton or like any of the guitar guys who like want to undo their own like unplug their own pedal board or whatever like to have to have just played an entire show then all you want to do is just like unplug your pedal board and then some drunk person in the front row is just yelling about can i have a, a copy of the set list i just feel like that sounds oh, absolutely yeah. miserable <laughs> that is that's a that's a very good point raf and that is a very uh, unpleasant part about <laughs> loading out where you're just like oh yeah dude it's cool yeah we're good uh wait oh god yeah i'm just trying to put my base in the case here no yeah no you know you're just not necessarily in the mood every night to like entertain that you know what i'm saying (laughs) so and also when you show up to a venue i mean not always and maybe you're super like exhausted from weeks on the road months on the road blah 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 but like normally speaking you come to the club and you're like energized to some degree that you finally got there and you're like okay great now there's something to do because we've been sitting in the car for hours now like yeah let's let's pull the gear out of the trailer and like let's set it up great an activity you know and then at the end of the night you're like oh 
that was something. All right, you guys got this? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes, the answer, final answer, load in. Nice. Load in, baby. Thank you. And then uh, my last one is, would you rather, because I know you play guitar, too, like uh, in addition to bass. So would you rather play guitar for the next year in a band, or would you rather play any other instrument? for the? Uh, how about this? Would you rather be the lead singer, no, no instrument, for the next year? Or would you rather be the lead guitarist for the next year? Whoa, but you can't sing. okay. So you can either and sing, you can, sorry, I keep changing it. You can either sing, not play any instrument for the next year, or you could either play an instrument and not sing for the next year. I'd rather play guitar and not sing for the next year. Yes. Yes. But so much of your new material has lyrics. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm shy. <laughs> do, do you have that thing where like you feel naked on stage without like a bass or an instrument I, I think i can count on like two hands the number of times i've like just front manned it like in my life like including like school of rock and like you know just like not had an instrument to hide behind you know and and uh you know maybe now i would like it more but i've always felt like with when i don't have a guitar or bass on me just like exposed and and not not in my zone but like once you strap one of those things on me i'm good to go i'm hell yeah you know totally good to go and of course all my new material has lyrics and is not instrumental um so that would pose a problem but i think in this hypothetical scenario i'm like you know the the fucking cool lady guitar player just like crushing it and doing some other thing you know what i mean i don't even know what it is but (laughs) i'd like to embody this idea that like oh yeah like i just suddenly like become a guitar player in a cool band and like i don't know just rage that for a bit as opposed to just being like pop star lead vocal vibes which i'm just i'm just not there yet raph i'm just not there yet i'm working up to it <laughs> not watch really. out I billboard love... top 100 oh. Karina's i just coming. love to hold the bass <laughs> well, Karina, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. uh i think that about does it for would you rather did you enjoy playing i mean we appreciate you coming I, on yeah. the game show here <laughs> i loved it it was really wonderful what about you raph what the fuck what are we what are we gonna do about you here 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 slow down hold the phone okay would would you rather eat a hundred pickles mm. or a hundred capers? Oh, that's hard. Can I put them in something? Can I fry no. the pickles? Can I no, put no, the capers no. in a beautiful no. red sauce? Nope. Um, Raw. I could fuck with the pickles, I guess. Yeah? yeah. There's more to them though. You got to picture it. There's that's more true. girth. <laughs> Whereas a hundred capers, I feel like you'd probably yeah, that's eat just a like hundred quick. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Can I take it back? I guess the capers. Would you rather Beautiful. lift 100 pounds of feathers or 100 pounds of bricks? Yo, I know this one. <laughs> feathers, just because they're more beautiful. That's true. Very true. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. Raph, would you rather write a feature on an act that is one of your favorites or one of your least favorites? I mean, one. Uh, actually, that is, it's a harder question than people think, I think. Because sometimes, because sometimes it's harder when it is a band I really love. Like when I interviewed Mike Gordon, like like a couple of years ago, and it was on the phone. It wasn't even that serious of an interview. I was like a nervous wreck, as opposed to like if I talk to someone who I, I you know I'm a fan of their work, but not like a diehard fan. It makes it almost the conversation easier. But I guess I would still say, uh, so, like a, someone I'm a big fan of. Like I, I like I'm a big fan of Andy Frasco. You know Frasco. I just wrote uh, something in the 
current July August issue of Relics, which you can get at relics.com slash Mordecai. Krungbin is on the cover. Um and I'm a huge fan of Andy's. I actually do consider him like a pal of mine and for uh I'm really, really proud of how that came up because I cared so much, if that makes sense. Right. You know, like it does. Because it's like, oh, Andy, who I you know, love his music, love adore the way he performs and like do consider like a dude I could have a beer with, you know, at backstage at a show. Like, he's going to read this. I want it to be great, you know? Um, totally. But you want to, like, I can imagine that, like, you know, if you're if you're doing a feature and, like, interviewing somebody that you care so much about, it, it you know, you almost, you want to live up to, you know, your own, you know, what you can... I don't know. I can't even no, put it, it into words, yeah. but you just want to And you also like do a great job. You know, you're still a person and you still want that person to like you, you know what I mean? So it's like... Uh, you know, I, I here's a good example. Like I was it, when I was an intern at the Boston Globe ten lifetimes ago. Yeah, uh, I was interviewing uh, a comedian who I won't name, but I was super nervous because I was a big fan of his work and he had a television show at the time. And I basically kept because I was so nervous calling him by the wrong name. And then at a certain <gasps> point, he snapped at me. Oh, this was over the phone, thank God. But still, he snapped at me and was like, "If you don't know who I am, I'm going to hang up the phone." And, like, <gasps> I was absolutely mortified. And I was, like, such a green, like, writer. I was, like, probably, God, 19, 20 at the time. Like, I was so young and so inexperienced and so nervous. And, like, that, I'll never forget that experience where it's just, like, you do have to be prepared. And you also do need to, like, check your nerves and your fanhood and whatever at the door to a certain extent, you know? Sure. I think this is a very important thing for our listeners to hear, Raph. This is very, I'm glad we flipped the tables here. And started asking you, would you rather questions? Because that's important stuff. And I think it's it's really hard. Like, I could not do, I don't know. I, I would get, you know, tweaks, I think, if I was, like, interviewing somebody I respected so, so, so much. And, of course, just wanted them also to be like, oh, Kareen is cool. But then you also want to do, like, a good piece, you know? Totally. So, like, that's why reconciling I, the two. And I could never imagine, like... You know, we I work in a very nice, friendly corner of the music industry. If if that, if that even exists in this world, I cannot imagine like being like a New York Times writer who's writing a hit piece on someone, or you know, I can't imagine being a political writer and having to like sit down with you know a politician that you were vehemently opposed to and trying to have a conversation and knowing that that person, once this you know thing is published, is going to hate you and all of their supporters are going to hate you and everything. You know, like. I'm happily over here talking about how the Grateful Dead's the best band ever, and I get very little yeah. friction from the the general public about it. So I'm glad to not be in in a, a field of journalism that is contemptuous or uh, contentious in any way. But uh, Karina, would you rather? Would you ra- you ha- so tomorrow you have to quit music? Would you rather uh-huh. be? I'm trying to think of like two really average jobs. Like, would you rather would you rather work in an office or would you rather try and work like somewhere? Hmm. Would you rather work in an office like a real desk office job or would you rather go out there and just try and like woke it up and just like live off the land? (laughs) (laughs) Woken it up, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, what? If I'm woking it up, how am I making dough? Am I like I mean, you, you got to figure that. How does a wook make money? I don't know. 
I have. I mean, they gotta, probably sell jewelry. Or yeah, something like you got to. You got to. I bet. I hope you're good at wire wrapping crystals. You know, <laughs> right? Or can I? Can I still? Can I like be my own like entrepreneur? Like, can I still like sell shirts and art and stuff like that? That's true. Yeah, you can do that. But you have to like lot like do it through the lot. Like you gotta like. Oh you're, really? You're spamming Grateful Dead fan groups on Facebook. Like you're revealing your tie dyes on a Facebook Live. Like, oh man, you, you, so, all of your wow. connections are gone. You are you're okay. just some wook named Karina now. Okay, and I don't. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wow. Well, shit. Do I make? Uh, do I good make? Do I make good money at my nine to five? You make average money. You're comfortable. Okay. I'm comfortable. Okay. Okay. Well, this is interesting, Raph, because if you were like, no, you're still Karina, like, you're not, a, you know, you, you can't yeah, you, play you music pick, anymore. You'd pick Wook in a second. Oh, in a second, if I could just, like, sell art and t-shirts and, like, weird, you know, things like that. Like, if I could make art and, like, be entrepreneurial in that way, you know, and just, like, work for myself, I would a thousand percent do that. But being relegated to uh, <laughs> Wook Life, where I have to make fucking, uh, you know, Antelope Greg t-shirts and fucking sell them and spam Facebook groups and, like, you know, be out there on the front lines of the lot. <laughs> trying to coerce Look, you're people looking into for a ride to the next show you know oh yeah you know yeah no i <laughs> not to not to disappoint my uh my, our listeners out there but i think given these circumstances i would probably choose the straight and narrow life and then probably hate it and then look it up you know i think but i think i would have to go through the nine to five in order to realize that it wasn't for me and yeah. then probably start you know growing corn or something and <laughs> you know selling that and then to you'll end up markets. a member of the 12 tribes and uh, that's that's all she wrote <laughs> yeah so that you know that's probably a happy life <laughs> as well maybe happier who knows well cool so uh, yeah decent money day job nine to five boom boom baby there you go what what say what say you rap <laughs> i mean i kind of work in, a, in a, an office i mean I don't know. Office jobs probably yeah, aren't even going to exist anymore. But I, I kind of have an office job. I mean, like I think everyone yeah. has the fantasy of looking it up, but I don't. I don't want that life for me. <laughs> sure, understood. Me I, neither. I, I, I thank like, God. You know, I like camping for my free time, not for my actual place of residence. You know. Sure. Yeah. No. And I don't like it at all. So I think that wouldn't be a good choice for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> perfect. Noted. 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 Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> would Would you rather? Uh, I want to remind everybody to go to saveourstages.com. Like I said at the very top of the episode, it's so, so easy, and it helps remind the people in charge of what we actually want and how the music industry is struggling and definitely needs a little bit of a financial, uh, you know, injection, you know, as much as yes. any bazillion-dollar bank deserves. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, Karina, I mean, as I said before, everyone go to relics.com slash Mordecai, which is the name of the new Krungbin album. Krungbin is our cover star for July and August. Super awesome band. They just did a DJ set for us. Karina knows them well. We've talked about them on the show before. Uh, subscribe to us. Oh, sorry. Follow us on Instagram at three from the seven. Uh, if you want to talk to me and Karina, you can email us at raffandkarina at gmail.com. This show, three from the seven, is a Relics Media Group production our producer is will schwerd hashtag schwerd up uh it's been a thrill talking to you this week karina it always is a thrill this is the, the bright spot on my tuesdays usually uh is there anything you'd like to say to myself to our listeners to the world to the empty void that we all scream into on a daily basis oh damn not really you know i feel like we covered it all and would you rather and i'm i'm just uh i'm so glad that we could play a game today raf it's uh it's a good reminder for us all to stay playful Never grow up. 
you know, find joy in the simple things. And uh, everybody just keep your head up out there, you know? We're trying uh, try not to fall apart at the seams here. And we're not. We're killing it. We're doing great. And by that, I mean, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen, but that's okay. That's okay. It's not okay, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, who knows? It's all great. It's all gravy. Always great to talk to you, Raph. Thank you for this beautiful, bright spot in an otherwise bizarre existence. Absolutely. Everybody wear a Uh, mask, wash your hands, and remember that black lives matter. That's all I got to say. Thank you. That's good. I I concur. And uh, everybody be good and talk to you next week. Can't wait.